Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're here with reporter Carlos Munoz, who's going to talk to us about a story he wrote on the South Florida Museum. All right, Lee. Well, uh, it's been about a year since the death of Snooty the Mantee, the world's oldest uh, known Mantee in captivity. And uh, we've had a chance to kind of review the paperwork. Uh, We've looked at the investigation, the review, and uh, I think that uh, we found out some uh, some pretty sad things. I think about Snooty, and uh, you know we're we're at this point. I think looking forward and uh, just I don't trying to move forward. Right. Tell me, uh, how did Snooty die? All right. Well, um, on the morning of I think it was June. June 23rd, June 22nd, uh, we had seen a post actually on the South Florida Museum's page and uh, it had said that Snooty the Mantee had um, unfortunately died that that morning and uh, I think kind of caught a lot of people off guard obviously because everybody of, yeah definitely and there there's always been those hoaxes around in that you know those uh, those online uh, things that you know pointed to that you know trying to catch people by surprise you know with uh, with some fake news there, but uh, we're looking at uh, this, and and we couldn't help but question that. And uh, you know, we eventually called the museum director, and we heard from her, and she confirmed that Snooty had died in a uh, tragic accident, uh, accidental drowning in his own tank. Now, you interviewed one of the first responders who who arrived from the fire department, right? What did he tell you? I actually just got a chance to talk to Battalion Chief Steve Tromke, and uh, it was it was really surprising because in that uh, in that instance, when they get water rescues, those are normally on the river or they're out on the Gulf or somewhere somewhere outside. And uh, this water rescue happened in a confined area, and they I think had one diver available at the time. And the fire department's not that far away from the South Florida Museum; they were there quickly. But um, around nine or ten in that morning. Uh, they got into the tank, and they noticed one of the mantis was missing, and uh, a lot of staff pretty shooken. And uh, when they realized that the mantis that was in that chamber was snooty, they went into that uh, chamber, obviously at risk of that firefighter, uh, because, I mean, a 1,200-pound mantis in a confined space isn't ideal. If he backs into you, uh, yeah. you're going to get trapped. Hazardous. But, but they took that risk. They went in there, and uh, they they found snooty who uh, was a, a kind of a pale gray from how he explained it, and uh, lifeless. And they had actually brought an oxygen tank, kind of like attached to sort of like a hookah cord of some sort, um, to attempt to actually resuscitate him or actually give him oxygen if he needed it. Manatees have been known to be submerged for anywhere between 8 to 20 minutes at most. But 20 minutes was pretty much the maximum, and it was well beyond that when they found Snooty, unfortunately. Nothing they could do. There was nothing they could do at that point. What was the museum's initial response? The museum's initial response, I think, uh, confused a lot of people because uh, they had talked about it being an accident. They had talked about that panel that uh, had come off, and they said it had just uh, sort of fallen off, I suppose. And uh, I think 
later on looking at the information, I think they had uh, good intentions, but uh, when it came to the review, showed that uh, miscommunications and breakdowns in their department and interdepartmental uh, uh, areas uh, resulted in the in a kind of a failure, I guess, to properly document that that panel. Now, there were some staffing changes after Snooty's death. There were. Uh, they haven't talked too much about uh, personnel decisions, but Marilyn Margold, the director of living collections at the museum, had left. Uh, whether that be uh, whether she was terminated or she left on her own free will, we don't know that. Uh, but she's no longer at the museum. They ended up replacing her with Virginia Edmonds. The, and you uh, interviewed her, didn't you? Yes, a Lowry Park caretaker. Uh, great choice, really. I mean, she has been um, taking care of animals of all kinds. She was with the aviary and mantis up at Lowry. And then uh, she came down here with, with something like 30 years of experience to head the department, uh, the rehab mantis program at South Florida Museum. What's your take on her? What is she, is she made a lot of changes? I really like her. She's kind of the uh, that person who uh, who grew up loving animals and really caring about animals as a as a young person, and that kind of uh, carried over into her job. And you know, she's been working with animals for quite some time, birds, uh, aviary, as well as mantis. And uh, I think she she brings a lot to that uh, to that rehab program, that stage two rehab program. Obviously, they come from a hospital. They come to uh, Bradenton, South Florida Museum for more like R and R. Those that's where they're going to relax after their injuries. They're all healed at that point, but they have to be a certain weight and they have to be in a certain condition, and they have to be trained to be able to uh, sort of find uh, wild food again. And that's what they do at South Florida Museum now. How is the staff handling Snooty's death now, a year later? Are they still shook? I think you still see that that kind of look in their eye of uh, of sadness anytime somebody brings up Snooty. And talking to uh, Trompke, the battalion chief, he'd also said that after that incident, a large part of what the fire department did that day was console the staff that was on scene because they were, he said, grief stricken. They were it, it hit them pretty hard, and it still does today. And I think yeah. if you look at their uh, page, their guest book, and you see. The comments from all the people in Manti County and around the world, Snooty was uh, was was loved. People in this community absolutely loved him. They, you know, around the country who had visited the South Florida Museum, wrote in and talked about him. Any and idea why he was so special? He was. He's just one of those characters that if if Snooty, if I guess if you saw Snooty, you'd almost think that he understood you or he connected with you and. That's what he did with kids, and uh, people always say, you know, he, he, uh, he kind of had a, he just came up to people. He just approached people. He wasn't somebody who uh, stayed away, and uh, you know, you kind of talk to him like he's a person, but he, he, it felt like a person. So Snooty was just awesome. Well, your story will appear on in print in the Herald Tribune and at heraldtribune.com. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.